Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Inu Testimony. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I don't believe the things that I read in the Bible. I do believe that there's a power, but I don't believe what I read in the Bible. And I just wanted some answers. It has to do with the teachings of Christ. Now, how do you know the teachings of Christ? Well, the Bible has recorded some of the things that he said. But John, at the end of the Gospel of John, said Christ did so many more things, there wouldn't be even enough books in the world to contain everything that he did. So it gives us some clues. That's what the Bible does. It gives us some clues, some very good clues, because the authors were inspired. But what we're getting in the Bible is secondhand. So what is the purpose, then, of what you read in the Bible? Its purpose is to perhaps awaken you. And so everything good comes from within, but we have to learn to look for it and wait for it and recognize it and not poo-poo it and dismiss it and discount it and follow what everybody else says instead of what we see. And if we don't know, then we just wait until we do know. And sometimes we might have to wait a long time. It's a total inside thing. If we don't know, then we just wait until we do know. And sometimes we might have to wait a long time. How do you know that what it says is true? Well, it's not because somebody told you. It's not because you read it or because your minister said it or your mom said it or your dad said it or anybody said it. You know how you know? There's an internal testimony. Inside, something wordlessly, something silently, something quietly says, yes, or that's right. That's how you know within. See, he testifies, God testifies to what is true within. And then on the outside, there are some things that might awaken you or which confirm what you already know. In other words, if I read something in the Bible and I know that it's true, it's because I already knew that it's true. It's only validating on the outside what I already knew. Do you understand? So this principle is very important. When you talk to your children, instead of lecturing them or pressuring them to do something, talk to them in a way that you're explaining as if they already knew. And then as you say it, then they say, oh, yeah, that's right. I see. I see. You see what I mean? So it's the internal testimony. So what's an approach, a Christian approach to stress? It's learning to be still and learning to quietly sense what the internal voiceless voice, the internal testimony, we call it intuition or conscience, what it's trying to tell you. And it will guide you. It will lead you to peace of mind into all the good things. Now, why are you stressed? It's because instead of following the internal testimony, instead of responding to, the, to that within, you have been responding to things on the outside, people on the outside, pressures on the outside, words on the outside, actions on the outside. That's the reason for the stress. If there should be any stress in your life, it should be an internal stress. But God's stress is very gentle, isn't it? 
It's like when you do something wrong and then in your heart, you know, you did something wrong, like you yelled at your kids or something. You know that it was wrong. You sense it. That's your conscience. And it's gentle, but it's showing you that you made a mistake. You see what I mean? So that's what you must look for is that internal and start reacting to it, responding to it, but not reacting to it with resentment. See, a lot of people, they get the internal testimony and then they they react to it with resentment. Because why? Because it shows them that they're wrong. So what you need to do is to is to respond to the internal testimony with well, with a quiet acceptance, with or with joy. In other words, you say that's right. I was impatient with my kids. And you see that that's true and you just bear the little bit of pain of it without trying to to excuse yourself or justify yourself or rationalize what you did. You simply notice it and then bear whatever it wants to show you. The more you respond to the inner, the less you respond to the outer. The less you respond to the outer, the less stress there is in in your life. Then the only stress will be the internal stress of your creator. You could you could do one thing and then another and then another and another and you yeah, you know what they call that now they they call it what do they call it hyperactivity or something like that well some kids are hyperactive but others they just go from one thing to another it's perfectly natural you do this for a few minutes and then something else and you do this for a minute then you do that and you you do one thing and then suddenly you go ask a question and then you rush away and do something else that's perfectly natural that's the way I am. I'm 70 years old, and that's the way I am. I do a little this and a little that. When I'm no longer interested in it, I put it down and I do something else. That's the natural way, free, unencumbered. See, so that's what you, you must find. Hello? Hi, it's me, and I can hear you. Oh, very good. I hear you, too. Is this Jeremiah? Yes, it is. This is Jeremiah. All right. Well, did you have? Did you want to ask a question that will go on this radio program? Yes, I sure can. And I uh, can make one about meditation, since uh, that's a topic you would probably want to speak about. Well, that's a good a good topic, and so uh, basically that's what this program is about. Today I'm talking about responding to the inside instead of the outside. And I said the reason why we're all stressed out is because we're constantly responding to the outside, the outside ideas and pressures and everything, and we have to respond instead to the inside, to the you know intuition. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, it does. I have one more question, and that's that when you say responding to intuition, how do you know what intuition is? For me, I'm a little unsure about how to separate simply some emotion or reaction I have to somebody else and 
uh, intuition that is really telling me the right thing to do. So how would you know what it is? Well, the key word that you used there was emotion. The When we respond to the outside, it's generally somehow with some kind of emotion that we sense or that we don't sense, but it's there. But when we respond to the inside, there's no emotion. We just see, that's all. It's like, you know, if you do something wrong, like you're a little phony with somebody or you could have you could have done some helped them and instead you just walked away, then afterwards you feel a little bit bad. It's not really an emotion, it's just you sense it's trying to your conscience is trying to tell you that you didn't do something quite right. You sense it. Or it's a kind of like going one way and not going the other. And you you can't explain it. You can't, you know, if you ask somebody, well, why did you go that way instead of that way? Well, I don't know, but you just somehow sense that that was what to do. And so you, you sort of went that way. There's a, a feeling out process. I mean, you know, in the beginning when people start meditating, they sometimes it, they, have to, they kind of have to search out a little bit. But the reason why we're not so much aware of what's inside us is because we're, we're so busy reacting to stuff on the outside. And we're so busy lost in our thoughts. So the whole idea of meditation is to become still so you can recognize that inner, which is wordless and which is very gentle. And it's kind of what you know in your heart. It's very similar to conscience, but it's more than just hindsight. It's also present sight and foresight. Does that help you? That makes sense. And the... Intuition is one that uh, does not involve feeling any emotion and it's on the inside. So you need to then have uh, clarity of mind or a more calm uh, state in order that you can feel what it is. Exactly. In other words, if someone says to you, one plus one equals two, you can see that that's true. You can see it. And it's just evident. And that's what I mean by just seeing. It's, just, it's clear. But someone could come along maybe and get somebody all emotional and get them so emotional and so excited and so extremely you know, agitated that they could actually you know, make them think that one plus one equals three. And the person might even start to say, yeah, okay, one plus one equals three, but it's all based on emotion and hypnosis and pressure and all that kind of stuff. So Einstein, for example, he kind of sensed some things like, for example, he knew that that gravity would bend light. And he said that and everybody thought, oh, that's crazy. But then eventually they had a situation where there was some kind of an eclipse and they could actually watch light passing by Mercury or something, and it actually did bend. And that was many years after he had said it. He, he said it, and then he went and did the little math, and the math turned out to be, then, then later it was confirmed in the experiment many years later. But all along he just knew. So they said about him that he was unbudgeable. He saw what he saw. And he knew what he knew, and nobody was going to, you know, persuade him otherwise.
I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. So everything good comes from within, but we have to learn to, to look for it and wait for it and recognize it and, and not poo-poo it and dismiss it and discount it and follow what everybody else says instead of what we see. And if we don't know, then we just wait until we do know. And sometimes we might have to wait a long time. So it's, it's, a, totally, it's a total inside thing. What's an approach, a Christian approach to stress? It's learning to be still and learning to quietly sense what the internal voiceless voice, the internal testimony, we call it intuition or conscience, what it's trying to tell you. And it will guide you. It will lead you to peace of mind and to all the good things. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment, give us a call at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Or visit our website at SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Thanks for listening. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. good comes from within, but we have to learn to look for it and wait for it and recognize it and, and not poo-poo it and dismiss it and discount it and follow what everybody else says instead of what we see. And if we don't know, then we just wait until we do know. And sometimes we might have to wait a long time. It's a total inside thing. Are you still there, Jeremiah? Yes, I sure am. I have one more question, and that's that when you say responding to intuition, how do you know what intuition is? For me, I'm a little unsure about how to separate simply some emotion or reaction I have to somebody else. And... 
uh, intuition that is really telling me the right thing to do. So how would you know what it is? Well, the key word that you used there was emotion. The When we respond to the outside, it's generally somehow with some kind of emotion that we sense or that we don't sense, but it's there. But when we respond to the inside, there's no emotion. We just see, that's all. So Einstein, for example, he kind of sensed some things like, for example, he knew that, that gravity would bend light. And he said that and everybody thought, oh, that's crazy. But then eventually they had a situation where there was some kind of an eclipse and they could actually watch light passing by Mercury or something. And it actually did bend. And that was many years after he had said it. He said it. Then later it was confirmed in the experiment many years later. But all along he just knew. So they said about him that he was unbudgeable. He saw what he saw, and he knew what he knew, and nobody was going to, you know, persuade him otherwise. So it's it's something like that. Little kids sometimes say, well, why is grandma so mean? And the mother will say, oh, don't say that. Grandma's not mean. Everybody has to walk around and say grandma's not mean. But grandma is mean, and the little kid sees it. So it's something like that. But... The thing about that, it seems so simple, and yet that's that's how Einstein. Um, so you know, like, how did the great composers? Where did they come up with the music? Well, it somehow came from within. And how did it flow out from them? They don't know. They couldn't really say how, but it just did. And I think a lot of it was actually inspired, and it also came from that within. So everything good comes from within, but we have to learn to to rec- to look for it and wait for it. And recognize it and and not poo-poo it and dismiss it and discount it and follow what everybody else says instead of what we see. And if we don't know, then we just wait until we do know. And sometimes we might have to wait a long time. So it's it's a totally it's a total inside thing. I see. That makes sense. Looking toward the inside and possibly waiting longer until you know, uh, know for sure what you see on the inside. That's right. And so the timing is a little different. The timing is a little different. You have, sometimes you move and you move it right away. And other people say, oh, no, you should wait, wait, wait. And other times you just wait and everybody else is rushing for something and well, there's something about it. You're just not sure, so you just wait. But it says in the Bible something very beautiful. Christ said you should, and it said it in the Old Testament, too. He, he's only saying what, you know, what was already there. But it, it's clear. It says, you know, you, should, you shall love the Lord your God with all your mind, soul, strength, and, 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 and heart. And so when we wait for that, since we know that what comes from within is what's right, and we sense that it's, that it's from God, it's like conscience, and it's sweet, and it's somehow good, then we wait for that, and we watch for it, and we don't become impatient with it, and we don't allow other people to push us around. And if they try to, you just say, yeah, 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 but then you just wait anyway. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that it. That's very close to, to loving God because the intuition is from him. See, he, he doesn't give animals intuition, but he gives humans it. 
or you can just see something. Or sometimes you you don't see, but you know that you don't see. In other words, in other words, I don't know what the right thing to to do is sometimes. I have zero idea. I have no idea what the right thing to do is. And then sometimes in my mind a voice will come, well you gotta do this, you gotta do that, but I just ignore it. Because it's it's not it's not the wordless thing. You see what I mean? So people will try to make you doubt yourself. And many many a man has said, well, you know, I want to start my own business or something. And his wife, oh, no, you can't do that. You know, you, we won't have security and you won't have stock options and you won't have paid vacation and you won't have sick sick pay and you won't have benefits. And, you know, John down the street, why he, he has a good a good job and he's 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 going to be promoted and well i want to start my own business oh no so so her job is to make you try to make you doubt yourself so you kind of you kind of have to you kind of have to decide is it is it going to be god's way or is it going to be her way you know is is he the boss or is she the boss now sometimes when you do when you go it, it Intuitively, sometimes it doesn't always work out. You try something and you fail. And then you try again and you fail again. But then you try again and then the next time, then it works out because the timing was right. Earlier, the timing wasn't right. Or there was still some of your own will in it or something. And then it does work out. So you accidentally make a left turn instead of a right and that wasn't good, and then you accidentally make another left turn instead of a right turn, and again it wasn't good, and then you think, well, but and then eventually somehow those turns, you end up where you're supposed to be with the timing, with the people you're supposed to be with, and doing what you're supposed to, to do, and, and years later you look back and say, how, how did this come to pass? I have no idea, but it just somehow flowed beaut- beautifully just by doing one one little thing at a time, just kind of following you know, your inner path, and it's beautiful. Okay. That sounds like something I'd want to do a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The way you described it. Yeah, that uh, does. That is, too, something I can see from my own experience that others can make you doubt yourself, uh, doubt what you know is right. So you do need to be able to hear others and hear what they say, but then uh, consider it for yourself and not necessarily quickly do what others ask without checking inside, checking with what you know is right. That's it. And that that makes for for an adventure and a beautiful life and sometimes you have to stand alone. Everybody says the whole world is arrayed against you. But you know what? The, anybody who's ever done anything, that's that's the way, you know, that's kind of the way it is. And it doesn't mean that what they say isn't correct. You know, Hitler could come up to me and say, and say oh, Roland, you know, your shoelace is untied. It's an example I always give. Well, I say, well, thank you very much, Hitler. Well, it turns out he was right about that. But then I tie my shoelace, not because Hitler told me to, but because I see that it's a wise thing to do. You see what I mean? Hey, yep. 
Well, it looks like I'm running out of time here. Did I was that a little bit helpful? Yes, it was very helpful. That gives me some inspiration and some confirmation of uh, what I already got for how to handle different situations. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling, Jeremiah. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Well, that was nice. That was a call from Jeremiah. It was very... The question that he asked about how do you recognize your intuition that's perfectly in line with today's program. So I, I think that was a nice call, and I think we'll end the program on that note. But I do have to say, get the meditation, because it does help you to be, to be still. It helps you to get out of your thoughts so you can get closer to that intuition that we were, we were talking about. you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. I have a book about Einstein and intuition. You should get it. A book about St. Augustine, and how he used his intuition, how he had that free, carefree spirit, and how, how, he, how they did reality checks. How do you think Einstein discovered everything that he discovered? He just remained more innocent and closer to that inner ground, and so he was doing a reality check more than you do. That's the difference between him and you. He did more reality checks, and he did what he gathered there, and so did St. Augustine and so did all the wonderful, sweet people that ever lived. Shedding Shackles provides answers for the issues that are closest to you. Do you have a comment or a question? If so, email Roland at roland at sheddingshackles.com. That's Roland at SheddingShackles.com. Or call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Now, I want you to go to my website and get the meditation. Give it a try. It's free. It's free. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. 
Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.